Good morning, good morning. Today is Saturday, the 8th of July. It's 76 degrees here in Stockbridge. Uh, looks like it's going to get to 91 today and just uh, partly cloudy, uh, sunny day. And uh, let's uh, pray and we'll get into our lesson uh, for today. Heavenly Father, we just uh, praise you, glorify you, thank you for being so amazing, so wonderful, Lord. We ask that you would accomplish your will on this earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. Uh, Lord, as uh, I think about your accomplishing, you accomplishing your will, I think of Graham's father, I think of my brother Steve, Lord, and uh, we know uh, you're able to heal, Lord, there's no question about that. Uh, Lord, but what comes into play is your will, your direction, and that's what we want, Lord, because you have the best direction, the best insight, the best plan, and that's what we're praying in both these situations, Lord. We know your will or your desire is that none would perish, that all would come to repentance, and so we pray your will there in both these cases, that if Graham's dad uh, doesn't know you, that he will come to know you. If my brother doesn't, that, Lord, you would... Reveal yourself to them like you never have before. We know uh, they have, both of these men have indicated, uh, they know you, Lord, but we just ask that you would um, just put it on their hearts, Lord, that you just reveal yourself in an amazing way. Lord, that's ultimately what's important. What you do after that, Lord, uh, you do your will. Do what you want to accomplish. Do the best plan, Lord, for both of these guys, Lord. Use their lives to impact uh, this world for you and glorify you, Lord, whichever way you desire to do that. And Father, we just lift up the youth conference coming up. Lord, we ask that you would, it would be a blessing, Lord, that uh, not just the youth that we bring, but the youth that come from all over, Lord, that you would reach hearts, uh, Lord, that you would uh, just open their eyes and their hearts to you like, like no never before, Lord, that they'd have an opportunity. Uh, Lord, we know it'll be presented, but Lord, that if, if they're ready, if their hearts are ready, that Lord, that you would give them that opportunity to just surrender their lives to you uh, like they haven't before. Lord, we thank you for today. We just ask that the worship rehearsal go well, Lord, uh, as this team prepares, takes their Saturday, devotes that Saturday morning, Lord, to preparing, uh, for worship tomorrow, Lord, and uh, what an honoring thing, Lord, to take time to uh, put into uh, these ministries and the ways uh, that we serve you, Lord, and so we just ask for your blessing upon that. We ask that, that today would be a great day, that you would keep us all safe, whatever we're doing, and Lord, that you would uh, just have a great uh, service tomorrow, uh, a great day glorifying you, and so. Father, we just lift up uh, this lesson right now in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Still more on God's ability and his promises. And we have 2 Timothy chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, my beloved child. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. 
I thank God, whom I serve as I did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day. As I remember your tears, I long to see you that I may be filled with joy. I'm reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and now I am sure dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, and to which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, for which I I was appointed a preacher and an apostle and teacher, which is why I suffer as I do. But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. You are aware that all who are in Asia turned away from me, among whom are Phygelus and Hermogenes. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived in Rome, he searched for me earnestly and found me. May the Lord grant him to find mercy from the Lord on that day, and you well know all the service he rendered at Ephesus." still more on God's ability and his promises. For this reason, I also suffered these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. A growing appreciation of God's ability produces an increasing tendency to rely upon God's promises in this present meditation, we are reminded of how a relationship with the Lord is always at the heart of the Christian life. Paul experienced the suffering. Paul's experience of suffering was the setting for this one verse testimony. For this reason, I also suffer these things. The reason he suffered was related to his calling to preach the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher, an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. When the Lord first called Paul to serve him in the good news of grace, God revealed his future sufferings. I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. Acts 9.16 Suffering is inevitable while serving God in an ungodly world. Jesus himself was our example. For this you were called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that you should follow his steps, 1 Peter 2. Although Paul suffered, he was not ashamed. He was not shamed by his suffering. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. If our suffering is for godly reasons, we likewise do not need to be ashamed. If anyone suffers as a Christian, let him, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this manner. 1 Peter 4. 
The faith that enabled Paul to endure sufferings properly came from his growing relationship with Jesus. For I know whom I have believed. For I know whom I have believed. Since originally believing in the Lord, Paul has become increasingly acquainted with him. A wonderful consequence of increased intimacy with Christ is becoming increasingly convinced of his ability. For I know whom I have believed, and I'm persuaded that he is able. This conviction encouraged Paul to entrust the issues of life into the care of his master. He is able to keep what I have committed to him. This trust was Paul's daily desire right up to the return of the Lord until that day. Again, Jesus left us a similar example. He committed his daily situation into the hands of his able heavenly father. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but committed himself to him who judges righteously. 1 Peter 2.23 Dear Heavenly Father, again I see that it is all about relationship. As Jesus related to you in his day by Day, in his day-by-day day living, we want to relate to you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, help us to know you more and more. Getting to know you is what persuades us of your ability to fulfill your promises. Lord, we have many sufferings that we need to trust you to handle from now until you return for us. In your mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. You guys have an amazing day as you put your trust and faith in the Lord.